four. What is up, everybody? This is G Marie with G Marie Taught Me the Podcast. Unscripted, unfiltered, unapologetic. Thank you all so much for joining me on today's episode. We are on episode 29. Um, we're doing a part two of the last discussion. Um, fucking feminist. Yes, we're going to continue the discussion. Uh, but today I actually have a very special guest joining me to finish the discussion um that we had from the last episode titled fucking feminist and i'm gonna keep saying that throughout the show because i feel strongly about that title um yes i am indeed a fucking feminist um and i am a woke feminist on top of that but this lady right here um she has been in my life for a very 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 long time and when i say very long time I mean, since I was in my mother's stomach and she was born, which is, we always say that, but uh, she has been here with me pretty much through thick and thin and we are still rocking today. Um, We've been through a lot of craziness, surprisingly, but we've also had a lot of goodness come out of a lot of our craziness. So I don't want to give too much away, but I would like to introduce the podcast host of Motherhood Unscripted, ladies and gentlemen, Kasha Kemp. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your girl, CK, or also known as Kasha Kemp. I have the podcast Motherhood Unscripted, discussing my experience with motherhood, all while you know embracing my self-care embracing my dreams and my passions and just kind of discussing some of the issues and some of the interesting life experiences that is brought to you by being a mother so a little snippet about me of course as G Marie said we have been rocking for a very long time No, what what they say? Uh, four flats on the Cadillac. Am I saying that wrong? Uh, we go back like yeah, four we definitely yeah, we definitely go back like four See, flats yeah. on the Cadillac. See, yeah, that's why that's why I got you here. So I am married and I am a mother of three. I'm also in the military and I have recently embarked upon this podcast journey and I have my lovely sister to thank for that so yeah Jean Marie y'all she's definitely doing her thing so it is a pleasure being on her show today well thank you so much yeah we've um always working hard behind the scenes um it's always you know interesting listening to the raw clips um when I'm editing her podcast and for me you know it's easier said than done when you're listening to somebody's story uh, but most importantly I know um, when I started my company I wasn't really sure as to what I wanted to do with the multimedia company but the more and more 
I uh, dove into podcasting, I realized that I wanted to help people tell their stories, um, primarily women of color. And, you know, there are times where I have to, like, fight back how I'm feeling um, because, you know, again, I, I know Kasha and I've grown up around her, but there are also some things that, you know, I didn't know as we entered adulthood and, um, you know, we're just kind of doing our own thing. So it's definitely been, uh, tough sometimes for me to even like edit a lot of the raw footage because I have to do it from, you know, a producer's perspective, but I also want to be able to tell her story in the most authentic way as possible about you know being a motherhood and experiencing this journey of motherhood that you know has a lot of bumps on the road some things that obstacles yeah obstacles and some things that we would least expect so so we talked a little bit about the show uh, motherhood unscripted which yes is actually under the g marie media network and um, you can actually find the link at www.gmariemedia.com. Um, and you just click on the podcast tab. And it's the, the second podcast to come up. Um, we're working on some more episodes. So uh, definitely be on the lookout for more episodes of Motherhood Unscripted hosted by uh, Miss CK. So let's get into the meat and the potatoes. Ooh, I just cracked my neck. I don't know how I did that. Uh, let's get into the juicy stuff so we've been kind of going over the um aisha curry red table discussion uh being a woman and how you know sometimes as women especially married women or just you know aisha experiencing this she stated her truth and she got a lot of backlash for you know talking her truth but I, I think it was amazing that she had the support of her husband um after you know she said what she said it was very refreshing for you know somebody especially of his stature to you know stand up and really support his wife and and for her and to encourage her to walk in her truth so definitely you know shout out to mr steph curry for allowing his you know wife to just be who she is i think that's really dope and uh for me it's funny because i remember her mentioning you know about how she she felt like she kind of like lost her sauce or whatever like she was mm-hmm. just trying to figure out why you know men don't look at her and it kind of you know it messed with her her um what's the word that i'm looking for her psyche a little bit her mental yeah her mental yeah it, it kind of it played with her mental and and it's funny because although i might not be married and i might not have children as a woman i, I can definitely identify and understand where she's coming from um especially like i can kind of tell you a quick story before we uh jump into some stuff but it's kind of cool being able to actually walk out the house in sweatpants and my hair in a ponytail and a cap and i know i know i'm looking crazy but to still get hit on you know by gentlemen or to even get a compliment you know from a gentleman or two that day uh you know just because i'm just out running errands or whatever like sometimes that it feels good to know that you still got it it's a little boost yes yeah, it's, it's a little boost on your uh, on your ego so it's so it's definitely nothing wrong with you know her feeling the way that she feels but as as a mother and as a wife like what what do you want to say as far as the um, Aisha Curry red table discussion goes? So I can definitely say that whether your significant other 
or your spouse or your boyfriend or your fiance, whomever they are to you, whether they are famous or not, you're always wondering in the back of your mind if you still got it. And that's men, men or women, male or female. Everyone's always like in the back of their mind, like, oh, I wonder if I still got it. You know, even when a guy goes out and he's maybe with his single friends, his single guy friends, and he's like, I just want to see, you know, I'm, I'm going to be a wingman tonight, but I just want to see if I still got it. That That's the same thought process that most women have, especially when they have crossed the threshold of marriage and children. Now, I can identify with Aisha Curry quite a bit. I'm married and I also have three children. Your how you were when you before you had that first child is not how you are after you had that third child. By third child, you don't even know who you are to you anymore. You're someone completely different. And and not necessarily like, oh, you're just like this whole new person that people don't even recognize. To some, maybe they don't recognize you. But you, in so many ways, you evolve. Mm -hmm. You know, and most times, hopefully you're evolving for the best and, and not the worst. But my biggest thing, and I guess my biggest issue that I had was that we as a people were giving her the most flack. Like, I just, I was flabbergasted, speechless, that other black women was like, oh yeah and she's the holy roller and not too long ago she was talking about how women showing this and women showing that and now she's talking about somehow she want to get played too in my mind i was just like and you know publicly because i kind of spoke to different friends and even voiced my opinion on social media i was just saying like who are you who are we to try to criticize another another woman for sharing her truths. Like, when did that become a thing? Like, why are we why are we participating in bringing another one of us down? So that's that's number one my biggest issue with it at all. Like the fact that so many black women were participating. Mm -hmm in bringing a black woman down yeah for speaking her truth yeah i didn't i really didn't bang with that then number two you know i was feeling extra defensive because i'm like hold up wait a minute i'm married too yep. and i got three kids yep. I, I want to do that, that hand like. clap you don't know my life yeah and that's exactly how i felt because it's just if you're not married you can't first of all it's 2019. If you're not married, you need to stop speaking on married things. Mm -hmm. Simple. Mm -hmm. You need to stay in your place. If you're single, you're single. If you're dating, you're dating. If you're courting, you're courting. Mm -hmm. If you're married, you're married. Stay in your place. Know your role. You can't speak on things that you don't know anything about. If you do not have children, I 
it's not no shade, but you don't want this smoke though. Mm-hmm. You do not want this smoke. You cannot. T- it's like you're trying to tell somebody how to raise their children. You don't know how to raise children because you have you never no children. Had, you don't have any kids, so you can't. So you don't want this smoke. Yeah, it's like you know a person trying to tell you how to make a million dollars and they've never made their first million. Right, and yeah. they keep filing bankruptcy. Yeah, I can't file. I can't. I'm I can't take bankruptcy. Yep. Right. So I just number one. The whole bringing, bringing, you know, the black woman down, participating in that. Number two, you know, speaking on things that we have no experience about. I have a problem with that. And number three, the just the mere fact that it's like, okay, we're supposed to be celebrating truth, celebrating mm-hmm. boldness, celebrating being all things woman and you know, oh yeah, you know, black sisters and empowerment and encouragement and motivating each other. And it's just like that, that was lost. And I know that probably ties into number one, but for me, I just have to highlight that again because it hurt my feelings, Mm -hmm. (laughs) the things that people were saying. So I can only imagine, even though she was still very proud, she was still very, um, how can I put it? she wore that crown yeah like she owned her truth yeah. but we don't know what she was feeling when she was reading all the tweets and the instagram posts yeah. and the the facebook message um the facebook post like she was trending like we don't know what she felt in those moments when she was reading different things that people were saying mm-hmm. so at the end of the day like you know i was hurt by some of the things that people were saying so i know that it bothered her yeah. even though she still you know wore her truth with no problem and it and honestly it made it better that her husband um steph that he supported her and that it made it better i, I will say that mm-hmm. so that's to be celebrated too but at the end of the day i just think that we need to do a better job of you know keeping in mind that just because these people are celebrities and they have a certain amount of money coming in and income and all that thing they're still people they're still human you know she talked about her her breast yeah um surgery and how she just wanted a breast lift and now it they're not even what she wanted it to be like i mean she talked about that I think transparency is 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 a good thing. Yeah. You know, um, because you appear more vulnerable and more real to people. But I think that kind of got that that was taken for granted when people started bashing her. I think um, you, you mentioned you know being vulnerable and just being authentic and just being real with your truth. But I think for me the problem is that. We live in such a saturated world and the media tells us how we have to be and we feed into that shit to the point where it's like we're not even our regular selves anymore. So for somebody to actually come out and tell their truth, despite the backlash or, you know, her, whether she knew or not that she was going to get the amount of backlash that she got. And then we're not even going to talk about the comments from just people all over like you know, people don't know how to be vulnerable anymore because they're so busy trying to be popular or be liked or, mm-hmm. you know, be accepted. And that's true. Even just the, you know, conversation that, you know, we had prior to recording, how it's so refreshing to just walk 
in your truth and I'll be 30. And own it. Yeah, and own it. I'll literally be 30 in like two weeks. And I am so happy that the fucks that I used to give a long time ago, I no longer give those same fucks. And I'm excited to finally walk in my truth and whether or not, you know, people, things, places come with me on that journey. I mean, that's up to y'all, but I'm not, I'm not going to do something because it's, it's accepted or because you know it's popular I'm going to do it because it feels good to me and it's good for my soul so you know I really appreciate Aisha for you know walking in her truth despite the backlash that right. came after her red table interview with uh, Jada Pinkin but speaking of the popular opinion let's get into this <sighs> bullshit ass <laughs> male opinion that um i received not too long ago and it's funny because I, I talked about it on the last episode and the guy actually called me today we uh spoke for about an hour and he had to explain to me what he really meant by his opinion as far as you know women delivering sports content on espn so of course you kind of know the story there was a gentleman um who i had dated a long time ago and um you know we had got back cool for yeah reacquainted you know because we have a mutual friend and to make a long story short he had made a comment about um because we were, we were watching espn it was like four of us he made a comment about women delivering sports news and how he felt like you know i want my news delivered to me by a man mm. but it wasn't even what he said it was how he said it and how he formulated his entire conversation that made him look like a sexist you know he didn't even realize he was being sexist yeah he didn't he didn't realize he was being sexist but um as far as you know how he was raised and how he's conditioned how his mind is conditioned right now for other reasons um it just it just goes to show you that you know we live in this world where the media tells us how to act and how to be and we're so busy trying to impress people that we don't realize that some of the shit that comes out of our mouths we don't even think about what we're going to say we just say it Mm. you know instead of considering how it might make this other person feel just out of sense of um popularity or feeding your own ego you know especially the male ego so I mean, I, I don't know about you. I, I know I grew up around sports, and and I know you grew up around sports. So, mm-hmm. you know, I I don't know how how would it make you feel if a man told you that he would prefer to have his sports content delivered to him from another man versus you know a female talking about this shit. <laughs> well, first off, I would say that <laughs> he's not the only man thinking that. Mm-hmm. That's number one. It's it's unfortunate because we're in 2019. And just as racism is alive and thriving, un- unfortunately, so is, so is sexism. And for the black woman, we are the last one on everybody's list. Yep, we it are is, the most disrespected. It is the diamond effect. Yep. At the top, you got the white man. Yep. On the right, you have the white woman. Yep. On the left, you have the black, black man. And, and at, at the, the very bottom, bottom <laughs> you have the black woman. Yep. So... If y'all don't understand that, I'm gonna need you to do your research, yep. read up on it a little bit. But I, I definitely think that it is a very twisted way of thinking. If you know your craft, 
if you are good at what you do. I mean, some some of the commentators that are on the show, I mean, they're people that have played basketball mm-hmm. or played football or played whatever the sport may be. I mean, we have a whole like league of women playing football. Mm-hmm. So you mean to tell me I could play the sport, but I can't commentate the sport? Okay. Okay. You just want me to just pretty much be be a person, be the image with no voice. It's they they want sex to sell at this point, and I feel like that's what it's starting to become. I mean. Man, I, I know you need something to look at, but but damn, can we be smart too? Can we be educated about something too? No, because at any given moment and point, they're always over-sexualizing us. Yep. Like, I mean, it's <laughs> at any given at any given time, like it's always about like, and then they want to try to. This may seem a little bit far fetched, but then they want to try to. Um, justify it by saying oh well my love language is oh physical i can't i cannot i'm so glad that you brought that up because (laughs) speaking of i wasn't gonna go there but i gotta go there speaking of love languages so i've been listening to this book by robert green um who also wrote the 48 laws of power that's a good book um he wrote a book called the art of seduction Mm -hmm, that's a good book too and and i've been listening i only listen to the 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 preface is that that's how i'm saying it right well that's how you say it and um he he mentioned something about cleopatra being like the top person to seduce people like she was just the hbic at seducing people Mm. um and a lot of men kind of got their game from her so it is it is funny that you know when you when you do the research and you realize that yeah cleopatra is literally like the pioneer of seducing men and luring them in you know but she did it in a way where she didn't have to necessarily over sexualize herself she knew um she knew how to get into a person's head she knew how to you know creep into their mental by just mind fucking them so for me i'm kind of like if you know your stuff then you know your stuff i don't understand what the issue is as far as a woman you know delivering sports content right like i have a sister who went to school and got her degree in sports management i grew up around sports because uh dad actually both of our fathers their um they were yeah they were detroit police officers they played played basketball yeah they played basketball they played in league so we always went to their games and then my mom and my dad would host um celebrity basketball tournaments so i was always around sports growing up and then my dad he played every sports that you could think of so he got me involved in a lot of different activities um so i was just i was very offended especially knowing um the type of career this person is in his field i'm even more disappointed because this is the same man who you know believes in um having a two-parent household you know uh he believes in you know if 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 a woman is going to bear my child i believe that you know i should do the right thing by putting a ring on her finger and making her my wife because you know i wouldn't not only want my child to not be around both parents at the same time but you know i respect my queen so if you respect the queen 
then why the fuck would you let that come out of your mouth? Because these are the same men that just want their women barefoot and pregnant. You said it. I didn't. You said it. I didn't. <laughs> That's um, why. Yeah. That. Yeah. Oh, they love. They love their queen. They respect their queen. But this is where I want you to stay. But what's so crazy is that the queen bee, even the queen bee herself, and I'm not talking about Beyonce queen bee, the queen bee is the leader of the pack. The woman is technically the head of the household. The woman is the person that makes the deciding factor. Like behind every good man is a great, an even greater woman. And, and I'm right, a strong woman. So it's like, you know, a lot of men, I feel like to me would be lost if it weren't for a phenomenal woman being in their lives to sometimes redirect them or steer them the right way and but also too we need the same amount of leadership in our lives as well the reason why some women don't submit to men is because you haven't proven yourself to be a leader like i'm not about to follow you When I have things, a ditch. right, I'm, I have things going for myself. I can take care of myself. I pay my own bills. Like, what, what do I? No, I'm not gonna say what do I need you for because we all need companionship. We all need, um, you know, to be around somebody. Nobody wants to be lonely. But at the end of the day, if you expect me to submit to you, I need then to you, submit to greatness. Yeah, I, I, you, you need to show me that you're worth submitting to. That was loud. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but yeah, you, you have to show me that. And and there are some men too. And I don't understand why some men seem to think that they're the prize. I, that shit gets me every time. I kicked <laughs> it with one guy, and he told me, you know, you need to come to me. I'm the prize. And I'm like, and oh, this is that's a, he said that. Yeah, he definitely he, said that to me. He said that he yeah. was the prize. Yes, and this is why I fucked him and never called him again. Oh, but wow. that's here nor there. Um, <laughs> yeah, men, you're not the prize. I'm sorry. It this is this is not how we goes the dog chase the cat the man is the hunter you are designed to hunt so yes if there is something that we are attracted to or something that we want we we might take a chance and pursue it but in most cases women that are raised a certain way and value themselves and uphold themselves to a certain standard will more likely wait for the man to come and chase her instead of her chasing him and that's something that, um, especially even me just being a go-getter and being the type of woman that I am, when I want something, I usually go for it. But I'm sometimes you have to learn how to just sit back and let things fall into place, Right. especially with dating. Um, for me, being a, a single woman with no children, you know, I'm learning how to redate again. And I mean, to be honest, I, I'm teaching myself how to date again. I heard 2019 is hard to date. I feel like just this it's so different. It's society. this era. I mean, because I feel like courting is not necessarily dead. It's just it's misconstrued, or the rules are being um, bent into shapes and forms that um, no longer seem like courting anymore, or even just the misinterpretation of the terminology dating. The same discussion that I had with the um, same gentleman about, you know, women delivering content, you know, our um, view on dating are is two totally different views. You know, for me, I'm like, I want to be, you know, courted by a man. Like, I, I still like flowers and 
you know, him planning outings for us and not me, you know, planning stuff like him just making an effort to show me that he is invested, you know, calling, texting, checking up, just the simple things, actually getting to know me um, without the sex, you know, for a while. And for some men, you know, they like, oh, you know, we can date and we go out, have drinks, have sex, have drinks, have sex, most sex, have drinks, keep on fucking. And, and that's dating for them. And it's like, no, that's not dating. And I think for some men, they feel like dating is, is automatically um, something that, that's supposed to lead to marriage. Mm. And I feel like there's a difference in, you know, kicking it with people and being intimate with people. If you want to date. There's a difference between dating and courting. And yeah. I don't think. And I, a I lot of people don't understand that. They know the difference. Yeah. A lot of people don't understand that. So... That, that's something that we definitely have to work on. Um, but here is a subject that I've been kind of uh, teeter-totting with about, you know, talking about. And it was the the abortion laws. Um, that's a show had me high. Yeah, especially being a female. Um, my, my thing is what... Again, just, just men, you know, I have, I have nothing against men and I have to put that out there, but no man should dictate what a woman does and doesn't do to her body. No man, especially if you've never been in that situation before. Um, you know, there are, are kids, children getting raped out here by, um, these crazy ass men and they're being forced to carry out pregnancies that they shouldn't have to carry out you know um but these crazy laws that are created they're created by these these men and mostly white men that are enforcing and using religion to justify the reasons why we need to um enforce this abortion law and it's, it's sad and it's sickening because, again, we all have, you know, our past. We all have our own stories. And some of us have gone through things that were not in our control. And especially, you know, being a woman, um, being a woman who has actually experienced abortion herself. I, I made my decision to get an abortion because that was my decision. I lived with the consequences after the fact because I I got my abortion for the wrong reasons. But again, that was my decision and no man should have the control to uh, dictate what I do and what I don't do with my body. And I feel like that's very unfair to a lot of women that are, you know, struggling with other things, like I said, such as just rape, you know, molestation, like all of that stuff and being forced to carry out these pregnancies that they shouldn't have to carry out. Um, I mean, we, we could go on and on about it, but it's such a sensitive subject because, again, there are so many women that I know personally that have experienced, you know, certain things like that where they've had to get abortions because they were raped or because they were molested, you know. And that child would have just been a reminder. Yeah, it just would have been a reminder. Of their pain, of their assault. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, there are also women um, that have, you know, been pregnant and decided to turn 
a pregnancy for other personal reasons and you know and like i said they 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 they've dealt with their own consequence and their own demon um but that is another topic or discussion for another day because i feel like you know that can get really That's heated a segment within itself yeah it's, it's definitely a segment within itself and um i know I, I talk a lot on the show and this is probably the first time i actually ever talked about me being pregnant at one point and me deciding to get an abortion which was really hard for me to even like bring up because i am a very private person but i brought that up because of the things that are being experienced in today's america but most importantly the fact that these abortion laws are being enforced into rural areas that are predominantly black mm -hmm. that's not a coincidence it's not a coincidence and um i i fear for our home city i mean our hometown michigan they haven't enforced it up here yet but you know it, it can happen but for me i guess my whole thing is you know these legislators these the people that are in office that are enforcing these laws you know if it was your child like how, how would you feel about the situation say if your child was pregnant by you know somebody just just anybody whoever it is and you feel the need that you know you want to term the pregnancy but you can't because you're the one that's enforced these laws about not allowing people to get abortions anymore and then like i mentioned earlier today you know the fact that people use religion to justify a lot of things which is a whole nother subject also these these leaders are using religion to to justify why abortion should not happen all fun and games until it's somebody in your family. Yeah, until it's somebody in your family or, or you personally. It's you, yeah, because you out here fucking around with bitches, you know, committing infidelity and stuff, and now you got somebody pregnant and you trying to turn that shit Push so on her would not, you know, you knew what it was before yeah. we linked up. Yep. And and so did you. Yep. So you knew that there was a chance that you could get her pregnant. Yep. And you still continue to be trifling oh it just it's it's an annoying situation it, it bothers me um again i mean i could really sit here and i could go more into detail but i i really don't want to do that because you know right now i am just uh happy of the fact that again as a woman you know we we can finally walk in our truths and and I named the show fucking feminist for a reason because I stand behind, you know, being a, a, a woman and being a woman that can do almost anything. I mean, just the fact that we can bleed for seven days and not die is a miracle within itself. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, it's not... try to say that and try to be ruthless and rude and rude about, you know, about it. But, you know, that that's a miracle. Yeah, y'all tell us... You know, y'all complain about having cramps and bleeding for seven days, but what about have you ever lost 2K in the fourth quarter and you down one point? And it's like, yeah, I've, I've lost the 2K also, but that's, and I was on my period while playing 2K in the fourth quarter. So if you want to talk about bullshit, let's talk about bullshit. But for me, it's like, you know, being a woman is already hard enough. Most importantly, being a black woman in America is even harder. So when men and our men especially, tell us that we're not good enough to deliver sports content because he would prefer to get his shit delivered by a man you know 
how how do you expect for women to um continue and to even have conversations with our men in general how do you expect for women to be able to express little things here and there you know when you have shit like that in your ear you know every five seconds or whatever so i'm i'm always going to stand behind the fucking feminist title um we'll probably have a, a part three of this discussion because i feel like there is more to talk about and, and i would invite you know the male opinion onto the show because i am not biased at all and i welcome everybody's opinion as far as you know just anything that just, might be in their feelings so and, and they might be in their feelings and that's cool but i'm, I'm ready for that heat Guns and are blazing. Definitely. And it's funny you keep saying y'all don't want no smoke. I said that shit the other day. I almost got into it with this girl. <laughs> she uh we I was driving down the street on my way to the um grocery store. And I also, you know, drive for Lyft as like a little side gig because I like money. <laughs> I like money. And the girl swerved over from like the far left lane all the way over into the right lane didn't have on her blinkers or nothing her her home girl so i drive and i get around so i can you know go to the damn grocery store and i hunk at him and i'm like turn on your blinker like please so we end up stopping at a stoplight and i see both these bras taking pictures of my license plate and I'm like, I just know both of these motherfuckers is not taking a picture of my license plate when y'all almost ran me over. Oh, yes, so they sped up on me and almost ran me over again. And guess what I did? I sped up right behind their ass to oh, try to boy. take a picture of their license plate. I know, and it, this is this is why women we are some powerful creatures. Okay, we are some powerful creatures. But sometimes when you are PMSing, you do irrational things because. You tired of motherfuckers testing. So, I'm still driving. And I pull up right behind the girl's car. Because she swerved into the liquor store. And it was her and her homegirl. And that's when I knew they didn't want this smoke. Because I was going to be both their ass. Um, I, I know. They were they were definitely some hood rats. Uh, they was probably driving. They baby daddy he is so. Or somebody daddy he is so. With the uh, handicap ticket. But... I was saying, I say that to <laughs> because when they finally, they swerved around my car, I parked my car and I stopped the car and I'm looking out the window and I was just like, y'all don't want this smoke. Get the fuck out the car. You know, and it's just me now. Did you clap your hands when you did it? I, I don't even when know what it. happened or how even. You know you gotta clap them hands. But I definitely, I definitely stopped that car and I was just like, you know, motherfuckers really be all talk y'all don't want this smoke for me like you don't want this this heat for me i'm i'm the type of motherfucker that would sit there and stop my car and get out of my car and wait for y'all to get out the car did they get out the car never did mm. never did they they both oh you stupid bitch fuck you do, 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 blah, blah, blah. and i'm like i got your bitch right here get out the car like man whatever so i don't even know why i brought that story up but it's because i'm sleepy so fuck y'all <laughs> but anyways um so yeah so let's wrap it up we uh we normally do ask g marie during this segment but i'm glad i haven't been receiving any as of lately um but sometimes i do always ask you know my guests that come on the show when i don't do like the ask g marie segment i normally just you know let them ask me questions or if they want to interview me i give them the opportunity to 
pick my brain for a couple of minutes but I try not to talk too much about my life obviously um so yeah so I mean I don't know do you do you have anything for me or I mean I feel like you know everything about me at this point Pretty transparent. Yeah. Yeah. And I thank you for saying that because, you know, motherfuckers don't respect my transparency. They think that I'm just an asshole. And I'm like, no, I'm just direct about shit. I don't, I don't feel the need to. Yeah. G Marie. Because I really don't be trying to do it like from an asshole perspective. I really just, I'm just transparent because sometimes you got to release that. That negative energy out of you first it's almost like taking a big shit like you gotta let that shit go and i'm not i'm not like i'm not doing it to hurt your feelings or anything i'm definitely not that type of person but i have to do that to cleanse my spirit because if i don't say what i need to say it's only going to um hinder me and hold me up even more because i wasn't being honest i wasn't walking in my truth uh, I, I do my absolute best to be transparent with everybody I come across, whether I'm dating, whether it's me having a conversation with my family, uh, friends, um, when I'm doing business. Like, it just alleviates a lot of confusion. And, you know, we get straight to the point. Now, all conversations might not end the way that we want them to end, but at least it ends with the truth. And, like, some powerful woman said a long time ago, the truth child set you free but first it will piss you off actually that was for real sorry <laughs> i'm getting them mixed up but somebody said that shit uh so yeah so i i really like i said i don't i'm, I'm transparent but not to be an asshole i'm really just transparent because it liberates my soul and it frees up a lot of um bad energy that i don't want to hold on to anymore so for anybody i've ever offended I apologize in advance because I'm probably going to offend some more people with my transparency. But at least you know that I was authentic. I was honest. I was real. And I never tried to be something I wasn't. So if you can walk away from anything from this episode, be you. Be authentic. Always tell your truth. And and just fuck them. Fuck everybody. You know, get money. Like that's, I don't know. If that's a, a model, but it really is. Sometimes you just have to just say fuck them and just get money and just do you and it's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. But um Yeah, so <laughs> that about concludes episode 29. Um I'm actually really, 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 really excited about episode 30 because I plan on recording on my birthday, my 30th birthday. Uh yeah. Yeah. And I feel like we getting out, y'all. I've been cracking my back. And stretching this entire um, recording. I just want y'all to know. <laughs> and I almost fell asleep while she was <laughs> talking during the interview. Girl, it was me too. Me too. I'm we a, good that we hold each other accountable. Yeah. Y'all ain't even realize it because we're we still talking. Yeah. That's how good we are. And it's hard because, you know, again, Cash is a mother. She's a wife. And she, you know, still has her own job and she's been up since like god knows how long I think. uh since 3 35 this, this um, morning yesterday morning yeah and we're actually recording at 2 30 a.m in the morning so she's been up a whole day and i still have my regular job and you know but 
we get it done because that's how phenomenal women are we we find a way to get shit done leave it up to a woman we will get it done so but uh yes where can we find you on social media i'm so glad that you asked Nigga, you almost forgot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. I legit, I legit was like, yo, she had a I brain fart. She looked at me. She was <laughs> no, like, uh, no, y'all, y'all should have seen the way I, I crept up next to her, like I was about to tell her something that she didn't know already. Y'all, I had a moment. I thought we was on TV. No, um, she didn't even know what she was about to say. Anyway, don't do me like that. It is um, on IG actually at Motherhood Unscripted. Motherhood, spelled out the regular way, unscripted, U-N-S, capital C-K, lowercase R-I-P-T-E-D. I know that's a lot, y'all, but you know, just just work with me. And on Facebook, Kasha C.K. Kemp, you can find me. Oh, and on Snapchat, too, Cash3589. Yeah, you know, I'm out here. I haven't been on. So funny story. I have not been on Twitter in such a long time, Mm. but I'm feeling like I need to jump back on it. Yeah, I've been kind of dabbling back into black Twitter specifically. Yeah, Um, I think I need to get back up on black Twitter. When you you finally get back on, you're like, oh, damn, that's all I'm missing. So (laughs) definitely, you know, we ready. Just hop on that. Yeah. So, but I'll let y'all know. Yeah. Absolutely. But when you do decide, what is your Twitter handle? You know what? I think... Hmm. I don't know. You know, I think I'm going to go ahead and do something, you know. Something slight at CK. Okay, she don't know yet. We got to find a name. Yeah. Y'all, I was trying to be witty. And I thought I was going to have, I thought it was going to come. But, you know, clearly it's 2.37 a.m. in the morning. And it don't always come like that. Like, you be like, yeah, I'm ready. I got you. It's like when you're getting ready to do a freestyle and everybody hopping you up. And you get out there and you choking <laughs> like Eminem. Okay. So, yeah. Don't judge me, y'all. I, I'm going to need y'all I'm still keep me, you know. Lift me up in prayer, you know. Encourage me, y'all. I appreciate y'all. But thank you, G. Marie, for having me on the show. Well, I appreciate you. I'm tired. I'm I'm, I'm motherfucking tired, too. I'm, my eyes watering. I'm over here playing with my socks. Yo, just see my hair. We not. We ain't been. We haven't been drinking like nothing. We, we just really running off not. of. We are so tired. We're just tired. We are so tired and we normally get really stupid around this time because Mm -hmm. we are tired and we need rest. The baby is asleep. I don't know how the baby is sleeping through this. She's sleeping. Casual's breastfeeding while recording the whole time, but that's just the power of the moment. How we can do anything we put our minds to. I'm telling you. But anyways, um, you can definitely find me on Instagram at gmarie taught me and you can also follow our business page g marie media um that's where all of our podcasts are at our podcast home is uh, we've moved from soundcloud to transistor 
and uh, all the podcasts are now under the G Marie Media Network. So you can definitely find Motherhood Unscripted on www.gmariemedia.com. Um, and we are working on her website also. Uh, but the link is up there. Uh, just click podcast. You can also subscribe to Motherhood Unscripted on Apple Podcasts. Not iTunes, Apple Podcasts. A lot of people get that mixed up. Uh, and then you can also, you know, check us out too. We are on gmariemedia.com and you can subscribe to Gmarie Taught Me on oh, Apple Podcasts as well. I hope y'all didn't hear that. Um, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so, again, thank you all so much for joining. Uh, this was a great episode and I look forward to kicking off my 30th birthday with you all. Talk to you later. Bye. Today's episode is powered by G Marie Media LLC. For more information on today's podcast, visit our website at www.gmariemedia.com.